This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. No podcast hosted by Go Eco Wakato. We are a voice for the environment, a centre for learning, and a catalyst for change. Our team work across four work streams: Kai, biodiversity, transport, and enterprise. And where they intersect is at climate action and honouring Tiriti or Watangi. Over the past two weeks, our climate organiser Hannah Hagen has been playing and taking you through music that explores different aspects of the climate crisis. Artistic activism is a tool that can be used to mobilise people from different backgrounds to challenge injustices, positively transform society and address critical issues such as the climate crisis. If you missed last week's podcast, you can search for Hipuna Korero on your favourite podcast platform like Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio or on accessmedia.nz. This week, Sarah Thompson is a Hamilton City Councillor, Deputy Chair of the Environment Committee elected in the 2019 local government election. Prior to that, you may remember Sarah being in the news as the Wakatu University student who challenged the then Minister's target for greenhouse gas emissions reductions and was also a lawyer prior to the election. With climate action still a priority, this past weekend she co-organised a successful rally for safer cycling in Kirikiriroa, Hamilton, which we'll talk about before discussing other key initiatives to help us meet our climate targets. Kia ora Sarah, welcome. Kia ora Kelly, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us and thank you for helping to organise the rally on Saturday. Please tell us a little bit more about it, what the purpose of it was and how the day went. We decided to organise a rally calling for safer cycling and particularly government level action on making cycling safer. And we decided to do that after seeing a number of people killed while biking on our road in New Zealand this year alone and felt that now is the time to actually start to really be heard on this issue. The rally involved a group ride from Steel Park in Hamilton East to Garden Place and there were around just over 50 of us that joined the group ride. I have to say I'd never organised anything like this before and there's a lot of <laughs> moving parts in the background but we had the police escort us uh, at the front and the back and the council helped a little bit with holding some of the lights to get us through but it was a lot of fun and everyone was alive at the end of it which I was very grateful for <laughs> um, but once at Garden Place we had a, a few speakers speak around not only cycling safety issues, the fact that people who cycle on our roads are disproportionately at risk of being seriously injured or killed, but also around accessibility, because this is ultimately about making streets for people that are inclusive so that everyone has a way to get around. And we held a die-in as well, which is basically where uh, everyone lies on the ground as though they're dead, and that's to really signify the dangers that people currently face who are cycling on our, on, on our streets. And what was really cool is a few people joined us along the way. So we ended up <laughs> awesome. with around 70 people actually at Garden Place in the end. Wow, that's, that's incredible. So they're just randomly cycling around. Oh, what's this group? I'll just follow them. Yep, a, a few just 
um, jumped on in the middle of uh, <laughs> of our ride. Um, others uh, rode on in, you know, once the um, beaches started. Um, we had a couple of people come from the, the electrified bike store next door. So, yeah, I noticed people joined us um, as we went, uh, which was cool. That's really cool, and and it sort of goes back to something I mentioned a little bit earlier in the introduction, and it's that power to organise and bring people together when you bring art and activism together. Yeah, it's you know it's funny because uh, I had made a, a previously a, a bit of a failed attempt. Well, I wouldn't call it failed, but it, it didn't um, go, I guess, uh, anywhere as of yet, um, you know, an attempt to pull together people from across the country to run a petition um, calling for safer cycling. But it was kind of hard to coordinate everyone when they're all in different parts of the country and get that momentum. But I found that when we actually just decided to do something local, hold an event um, here, that suddenly there were lots of people willing to put their hands up and, and support it and volunteer, you know, from making signs to um, painting a bike to organising um, a ride safety plan. And um, and now, you know, we've got momentum and we have people involved and I think we can move forward from there and make it bigger. So I do think that action kind of creates action and, and we were inspired in part by um, a demonstration held up in Auckland around a month ago. So... I hope that we also inspire others too. <laughs> mm, and I'm sure you will. It's something that at Go Eco we've reflected on a lot lately. Um, and that's mm. that there are a lot of petitions out there. There are a lot of, uh, there's a lot of information as well. But what a lot of us want is to, to be together and to have fun while we're yeah. making these really strong messages. And that's a way that you can bring others in. Because people want to join in the party. Or the, yeah. the dying in, in this case. A hundred percent. And I think... <laughs> You know, um, we would needed to look for volunteers to actually wait at Garden Place, and it was hard to find them because everyone <laughs> wanted to be on the ride. Yeah, I can totally <laughs> understand that. You want. you want people to be part of it and be excited about it too. So, what? Yeah, I mean, what is the next step? You've, you've started this this momentum. Um, you've got lots of people across Kitikitiora and across the region mm-hmm. who are really interested in um, moving forward with this. What is the next step? The way that you see it. Good question. So, um, firstly, we we did actually launch a petition um, on the afternoon of that event. So that has uh, already taken off, um, which is really cool. So we'll keep looking for ways to uh, promote that. But also, um, we talked about post-campaigning, probably, um, given that the uh, council elections is a really busy time that um, would look at organising a, 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 another event, um, take the learnings that we've already gotten from this one, um, and with a bit more lead-up time, I think, that we could do something bigger with, with more people. Um, and we have a few other ideas, but they're in formation, um, and, and I think you'll see uh, one... Um, of those ideas coming out soon as well, but cool. uh, keeping it <laughs> um, not ready to broadcast just yet. Um, but <laughs> no. you can tell us what the call is for in the petition and where we can access that petition to sign it. Yes. So 
it, it's calling for an, a fully funded and national level plan for safe cycling in Aotearoa. So um, the UK has this amazing plan called Gear Change and you know, it sets out a bold vision for walking and cycling in the UK and it talks about, it It looks at ways to address all aspects of, um, of cycling. So the infrastructure, having standards for infrastructure so uh, councils and um, aren't putting in substandard stuff anymore, um, linking uh, funding to the implementation of um, bike lanes and things, so that there's actually incentive for councils to roll it out. There's uh, a whole heap of stuff like um, around, for example, re- reducing bike theft. So it mm. uh, and they have a really big focus on health and their you know, and um, they they see this as a massive health intervention in the UK. Um, here, you know, I think that we've really lacked for a long time a national vision for what walking and cycling should look like. So I'd love us to have some, some ambitious targets, but also take a really, um, like a, a multifaceted approach to cycling. So there's the infrastructure itself, but there's also the education of drivers. There's having, um, I think, tougher penalties are needed for people who kill people on the road as well. Um, we need to do stuff around uh, preventing bike theft. We need to um, take equity into account as well uh, and and look at ensuring that everyone has fair access to bikes and maintaining those bikes and safety gear and all of that. So um, ultimately, you know, having a strategy and having a plan uh, to actually fund that um, what we're looking for. We've left it to councils really for a long time um, and we've underfunded uh, cycling infrastructure. Um, we have a massive deficit mm. <laughs> when it comes to, to infrastructure um, and there's going to be a lot of catching up to do. Did the announcements made earlier this week for the emissions reduction plan um, give you any sense that perhaps we were going to be on the, the right track sooner than you thought? Yeah, I thought um, I mean, I've I've haven't gone through the whole plan yet, but from what I've seen, uh, there were some real positives positives in there. Obviously, it's, it's great to be getting um, more people in cleaner cars, uh, and but they can still I, kill I, a cyclist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a it, it's a good thing we you know we're. Ultimately, we're still going to have people driving and, and mm. they should be clean cars um, and they'll make the air quality better uh, as well. But, you know, when it comes to walking and cycling in public transport, I was very underwhelmed. Um, there was $61 million in there for bus drivers, which is needed desperately um, because we have a real shortage at the moment and we need to attract people um, to the profession. Uh, there was some money in there for electrification of buses to support that, but not really enough, I think, when you look at the cost of uh, that transition. Um, but, yeah, only $350 million for walking and cycling, and it talked about 100 kilometres of cycle lane, and that seemed pretty unambitious to me, given that, uh, you know, the overall network we're aiming to build in Kirikiriroa is um, well over 300 kilometres, 
and we're looking oh, to wow. um, okay. hopefully deliver. <laughs> it's nothing then, is it? Mm. If we get the funding, 140 kilometres over the, over the next 10 years um, of cycling infrastructure, of, you know, of bike lanes. Um, and so when you need well over 300 kilometres in one city, mm. you can see that you know, funding 100 um, over a country over like four years is, is clearly insufficient. So I, I, I'd hope that there's more money coming, but I don't know. That's with central government. So back local, where you are, where you um, represent Kitty Kitty and, and City Council, I mean, what are the things that you feel council are best placed to provide? Certainly delivering the infrastructure, uh, but with, with co-funding. Um, we can deliver uh, travel planning, so we're looking at trying to do more travel planning for schools. Um, and again, uh, we need that cooperation between us and the transport agency and also the Ministry of Education because um, not only do we need funding partners, but I think you know, schools also need to think about things like um, staggering their uh, the time that kids come out um, at the end of the day um, and look at planning schools so that they're in, they're, they're in neighbourhoods so kids can actually walk to them rather than having zones that are too big. Mm. Um, but we, uh, we, we haven't done a good job as of yet in terms of behaviour change um, and potentially it would be better for central government to be doing some big campaigns around um, uh, you know, driver behaviour and also cyclist education. So, a couple examples. Um, you know, one of the big um, causes of, of uh, cyclist injuries and deaths is actually people opening car doors onto them, and either um, the cyclist, you know, the person on the bike is hit by the car door, or um, they swerve and then they're hit by an oncoming vehicle or truck. Um, so that ha- I, there needs to be a really big push to educate drivers um, and create that awareness. And I think um, you know, that would be probably better done on a full national level. Um, and similarly with, with people riding bikes, like today I was um, driving my leaf, <laughs> but you know I was, I was driving through a roundabout. And a woman on a bike came right up through on my left, whereas, and if I had been turning left, I would have hit her, and that's terrifying. Mm. Um, And and people riding bikes need to, through a roundabout, should be taking the lane to avoid that. Um, And again, that's a common... um, Taking the lane's uh, a scary thing. (laughs) Waiting to happen. So, you know, that... That again, I mm. think um, when we have that accessible streets package come out, that's a really good opportunity to really reset um, in terms of uh, people's um, behaviour. Mm. So you've clearly got a vision for which is sitting within central government and here locally as well. So, so we're all educated, but also have that infrastructure in place to help mm. us get to where we need to go safer. Yep. Because, I mean, getting on a bike or walking, good for your health as as we know but also I mean this is one of the ways we can reduce our emissions and leave cars for people who really do need them um, 
for your petition, do you have how we find that? Oh, yes. So it's on change.org. It's called um, uh, Minister Wood Make It Safe to Cycle in Aotearoa. Um, so you can should be able to search it or, or find it on change.org. Um, otherwise, it's been shared on my own Facebook page, so Sarah Thompson, Hamilton City Councillor, and uh, also on the um, Share the Streets, Kirikiri Loa um, Facebook page as well. So, yeah, um, and we're, we're looking to start up a website soon, but <laughs> um, and that can be a one-stop um, shop for that kind of thing. Awesome. It, it sounds awesome. And thank you for your work in that. And I guess just the other thing to quickly plug is you have one day, by the time this goes to air, to have your say on the um, Te Kunahira or Kirikiriro's annual plan, Hamilton City Council's annual plan. And in there you can support um, some some funding towards growing our school trans, uh, school transport um, plan uh, planning with a pilot. So just make sure you put yes support and we can help to progress the talks as uh, Sarah mentioned um, school travel planning is a really another good way to get our kids to school safely and to, to free up the roads and reduce emissions at the same time so it's win for lots of people there. Yeah that would be amazing if people did submit it, it's a horrible document to try and read through so just go to like page three or four with all the projects. Yeah <laughs> I really should actually say I mean the, the annual plan I mean, you're supposed to have your say by the end of uh, this week was about the 20th of May but you can still email harass in a nice way in a positive constructive way your elected members until they go into the debates and hearings and whatever to, to have that signed off that's not the last time you can have your say just keep Keep letting them know uh, at any time. Yeah. Don't stop. Um, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. So that's Councillor Sarah Thompson, who's with the Hamilton City Council, uh, talking about uh, climate action and, and where uh, cycling um, fits into that. Namahinui. They're electrifying the train Public art on the bridges, and it's just this sort of thing you've been writing in for. John just giggles on his saucer, he's visiting from Australia. Come home for a cup of tea and to borrow your car. And you say, Son, watch your speed on the Right.
money from developers They're people at the papers They turned your own family against you Still you didn't hold it against the kids When they begged to move away Cause you were born before the motorway system And you would wait for a new day a show hosted by Go Eco Wakato. Before the track from Anthony Tonnen, Railway Lines, we were speaking with Hamilton City Councillor Sarah Thompson about the Rally for Safer Cycling and Climate Action. Go Eco are offering a range of events and workshops over the next couple of months. You can check these out on our website, goeco.org.nz or on social media, but let me tell you about some of those now. Learn how to grow your own kai, from sowing seeds to pruning trees. We're hosting a kai growing series at community gardens across Kirikiriroa. The Fairfield Project, Western Community Centre and Waimaria Hamilton East Community House. 
Local food growing is a climate action and builds food secure communities. Food security exists when all people at all times have physical and economic access to sufficient, safe and nutritious food that meets their dietary needs and food preferences for an active and healthy life. So our Kai workshops are facilitated by Michael Helia, our resident gardener and arborist, who takes a permaculture approach to the relationship of food growing and the environment. This Saturday the 21st of May, at his Kai growing workshop, you'll wander around Kukutaruhi Community Garden at the Fairfield Project from 2pm to learn about the benefits of edible weeds and how to identify them. On the 11th and 18th of June, respectively, we have tree pruning workshops at Waimaria and Western Community Centre. As a donation for workshops is appreciated, we do prefer it if you register via Eventbrite, although you are welcome to just turn up on the day because we know how hard planning it is. So you need to go to tinyurl.com forward slash goecoeventbrite to register, but again the links for these are on our social media page. We're collaborating with Earth Diverse and our community to offer educational opportunities for the com uh, community around ecological restoration. We offer both lunchtime and evening talks for you to hear about people restoring relationships for our environment and community. The next lunchtime talk is at AJ Seeley Gully in Hamilton East, where you'll learn about epiphytes with Catherine Kirby. The next evening talk is with Dennis Oskundagi about restoring lakes. To learn more about all of these talks on offer, you can again head to our website or social media, uh, but for the evening talks you need to go to Earth Diverse to register. Don't forget we uh, predator control, which is trapping rats, stoats and possums, is the best chance our native birds have to survive in the habitats they have left. You can help by trapping in your backyard, uh, come into the Go Eco shop for a $20 trap and tunnel, or shop online, shop.goeco.org.nz. There are predator-free communities across Aotearoa, including here in Wakato. So if you would like to join a community project to remove predators from uh, public spaces, please get in touch with Harvey at goeco.org.nz to find out where your nearest project is. Are you interested in volunteering time to help restore our gullies? No experience necessary. You don't even know, need to know a weed from a native tree because you'll be shown everything you need to know. There are opportunities across the city during the week or weekend. You can email hello at goeco.org.nz for an up-to-date list of restoration working bees across the city. One last thing, our bike hub is open 10 to 12pm every Thursday and Saturday, so pop in to learn how to fix or service your bike. Hipuna Korero is a podcast hosted by GoEco Wakato Environment Centre. We are a not-for-profit environment hub with biodiversity, kai, transport and enterprise projects on the go. You can find out more about our work on social media or by heading to our website, goeco.org.nz, or better yet, popping in for a visit, 188 Commerce Street, Frankton, Kirikiriroa. Join us again next week for a new episode, but make sure you follow or subscribe to Hipuna Korero on your favourite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. Kia pai tōra, i hoa
episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.